0: following program contains mature situations and themes and is intended for an older youth audience.
1: The recognized symbol of excellence in sports
0: entertainment. Everything I've learned in life I've Learned from Wrestling, a podcast where we share stories from inside and outside their squared circle. My name is Shane Fame Alexander. Hey, my name is Shane Fame Alexander, and this is the second episode of Everything I've Learned in Life I've Learned from Wrestling. Last week I shared with you how I got into watching wrestling. This week we're going to flip the script a bit, and call a spot in the ring. I thought I'd go a bit deeper into my love for wrestling. So when the debut episode dropped on June 1st, I was sharing the show on all my social media channels. The phrase that came back to me was something that heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels said about creating his match with the legendary Nature Boy Ric Flair. You know, that match, the WrestleMania match. Shawn said that his Mania match with flair was his love letter to wrestling this is how i feel about this podcast i feel like this will be or is my love letter to wrestling amply so. i thought it was appropriate that i do an episode on my love for wrestling
1: for me that's that was my that was my love letter to wrestling and you know, and end of the nature you know, to rick flair um so it was, and I I feel bad because I feel like I've told the story a, a bunch, but it, it is, it's, it's an important one to me. I was, I was driving back to our ranch and my buddy, uh, that I went to high school with that used to, you know, go to wrestling with me, my buddy, Kenny, and he called me and he's like, gosh, can you believe it? And I said, what? And he goes, dude, you're wrestling Ric Flair at WrestleMania. Um, and I said, yeah, no one exists. But gosh, Sean, would you have ever thought? I mean, we used to sit there watching him on Saturday, WTBS with Gordon Soley, and he said, "Now you're, you know, you're wrestling him at WrestleMania," and you know, at this time, you, uh, you know, Rick's my friend, and and you know, you know, this is my job, and I've been doing it for quite some time. But he took me back um, to the 15-year-old kid, um, and it was over the next several days and weeks that I, I thought about that. And and then, you know, one night uh, again, honestly, I woke up, you know, at like two o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden this idea for the, this match came to me and I just sort of writing it down. And by the end I got to it, <laughs> There were you know, I was, there were tears on the on the paper and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's like, I, and I was sitting there thinking to myself either this is going to be wonderfully emotional or everyone's going to go like oh my goodness what a wuss <laughs> um but so th- that concept
0: growing up as a wrestling fan i've taken all and the bumps I've in being Mania, one friends wrestling. wonder why i love wrestling so much it's all in the storytelling i have always loved the art of a good story I do tell stories for a living through my podcasts. The storytelling aspect of radio is why I fell in love with it so much. And I have been watching Days Were Live since I was 10. But before all that, there was wrestling. Yes, there are storylines that usually go on for a month or so now. But back when I started watching, they would have these storylines that would go on for a six-month build. But there's a story in a match. So think of a match as a scene in a movie. The scene, or match, progresses the storyline. I used to be like most people and have the train of thought that wrestlers go in the ring, do a bunch of moves, and the predetermined winner prevails. It wasn't until a few years ago I learned that every move counts. How the moves were part of the story. When I learned that, my love for wrestling deepened. In the debut episode, I shared the first match I watched, and how that match made me a lifelong fan. There were moments after that Saturday afternoon at my old house on Old Shepherd Avenue in Toronto that made me love it. This is my love letter to wrestling.
2: Look at the stare of the champion against the challenger. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Look at the size of the giant. I mean, Hogan is six foot eight. Andre is seven foot five. The bell is gone. This one is officially underway. Look at the look of disdain on the face of Andre. What's Hogan saying to him, I wonder? What could Hogan possibly be saying to him?
0: My love for wrestling has mostly to do with my relationship with my father. Wrestling brought us together. When you ask most fans how they got into wrestling. They say it's because their parent or grandparent or cousin watched it. And that's the same thing over here. Wrestling was our bonding time. We'd watch it every week. Dad would let me stay up whenever Saturday Night's main event came on at 11.30 p.m. on NBC. He'd take me to the matches. Of course, Dad and I would have been as close as we are now, if it weren't for wrestling, but hey, it surely helped create memorable moments for us. I'll tell you about the two earliest wrestling moments or memories I have with that. WrestleMania 3, held on March 29th, 1987. It's been hailed as the beginning of what WWE would eventually become. It was the event that really put them on the map. It was the night that Andre the Giant passed the torch to Hulk Hogan. It was also the night that Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage put on arguably one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. Just over 83,000 fans packed Detroit Dome to witness the auspicious event. I was one of them, sitting in between my cousin and my father. We were in the 8th row. I was 8 years old. I didn't know much of the inner workings of the psychology of wrestling, but I knew that what I was witnessing would be legendary. Dad and I spoke throughout the whole show. Then the Steamboat Savage bout happened, and I just stared at that ring. (laughs) Two of my favorites creating an unbelievable fast-paced match. I was in awe. After... While we were walking out, Dad told me that he was trying to talk to me during the match, but I just did not hear him. (laughs) Holding my hand tightly as we tried to maneuver around the sea of fans, Dad and I went through the card match for match. It was a day that still gives me goosebumps, a cherished memory that I will always hold dear to my heart. Andre and Hogan would continue to feud. The two finally had their Mania rematch on February 8th, 1988, on WWF's main event. It was a primetime special put on by WWF and NBC. The show drew a record-breaking 33 million viewers. In the most controversial finish to a wrestling match at that time, Hulk Hogan's shoulders weren't down on the mat. But Andre the Giant still won it by pinfall, after it was found out that the referee wasn't the one that was supposed to be there. It wasn't the assigned official Dave Heppner, but rather his twin brother Earl Hebner, <laughs> who had been hired, get this, by Ted DiBiase in a shocking head-of-its-time plot twist. Andre attempted to give the title to DiBiase after the match. This would lead to the title being vacant to build to the following WrestleMania where the new champ will be crowned. I have always been a fan of the bad guy. And yes, as someone who was getting older, I was getting kind of tired of the Hulkster. So I was so elated when my man Andre beat Hogan and even happier when Andre tried to give the title to the Million Dollar Man. He was another one of my favorites. When the supposed three count went down, I have a vivid memory of jumping up from our red couch and jumping right into Dad's lap. Dad, who was also confused and somewhat amazed at what just happened, didn't know what to tell me. I'm sure he knew something was up. But he was just so happy that I was extremely happy.
2: Here comes the Hoekster! Yes! Covering! One, two, three, no. four three, four, one! Virgil's got five. the referee tied up! Dave Heppner is over there warning Virgil! Give me a break! Come on, referee! Turn around! Hookster had on with a giant pin! One, two, three! He had him from behind! Andre now, but maybe Lady Luck riding on his shoulders here tonight. One headbutt, a second headbutt. Andre spins a holster around. Suplex right on top of him. He's on him. One. We get a two. That's it. We he got, got him. him. He got him. He got him. No, he didn't. The referee counted three. We've got a new world champion. No. giant would win it no sir that can't be i don't ever want to hear you doubt me again mcmahon never ever again dave hefner the referee is outside he has the championship belt i believe in his hands holster's looking down at him he can't believe it he's saying it was only two he can't be giving the title to andre he can't be Hebner counted three. In wrestling, you don't go by instant replays. This ain't football. It's the referee's decision. I can't believe what a stupid mistake that was. How was this? Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this No. No.
0: Dear Pro Wrestling, as you know, I only mentioned a couple of the million moments you shared with Dad and me. And for that, I'll always be grateful. Dad was perplexed after I was born as he didn't know what he had to do as a father to be a dad to a boy. You truly helped him battle away from the fears he had. You made us both realize that there was a time to be a strict father and a time to be a friend. You made us buddies, which I think is something that doesn't happen too much in a father-son relationship. The bond between dad and me is rare, and a lot of that is thanks to you. After three decades, our conversations still have to do with you, memories we have of you and the iconic characters you created, how you have evolved and how... You are today. I can't remember a time when you haven't been in our life. But I tend to still remember the tiniest moments dating back to the 80s that involved you and my father. I would like to thank you. I would like to thank you for allowing us to be in your crazy traveling circus and having us along for the ride. I would like to thank you for all the moments we share together. Be it on the red couch or in the eighth row of the packed Silver Dome or Maple Leaf Gardens. I would like to thank you for letting me learn from you and letting me share this with you on a podcast that is truly dedicated to you and, most importantly, my relationship with my father. You made us both cry, laugh, throw things, get angry, disappointed, jump out of our seats, and swell up with joy. All these feelings, all these emotions just made the fabric of my relationship with Dad even tighter. Thank you for always being there for us. We love you. Stepping into the ring with me for this week's episode of Everything I've Learned in Life, I've Learned from Wrestling. If you have a wrestling story to share, please drop me a note. Find me on Instagram at ShaneFameCom or email me directly at hostshane at gmail.com. Please hit that subscribe button and feel free to tell your fellow wrestling fan friend about the show. Stay well and I'll see you next week, brother.